0: What is up, everyone? This is Alex Lieberman, co-founder and CEO of Morning Brew, coming to you with another episode of The Founder's Journal, my daily audio diary made public for the world where I talk about the most important lessons, learnings, wins, losses, and challenges behind the scenes at Morning Brew. Today, we are talking about a super interesting topic, and that is the difference between signal and noise and how you become really good at differentiating between the two let's do it. So I'm going to start with uh, a quick uh, story. It was, uh, I think, Saturday or Sunday of this weekend, and I got a phone call. And you know, at this point, I don't answer pretty much any calls that don't come from someone that I have saved on my contact list, because I generally get somewhere between 15 and 20 calls a day to my phone that have a number that I don't know. But for whatever reason, I got this call, I saw it. it was a Connecticut number, and I decided to answer. And when I answered it, it was a Morning Brew reader who was calling our Morning Brew Google phone number. What I realized that I had forgotten is that when we established a Morning Brew Google phone number, my co-founder Austin and I connected our phone numbers to this Google phone number. So any call that is made to uh, Morning Brew's Google phone number, we would get it on our phones. So I answered this call. And it was a Morning Brew reader, and the Morning Brew reader introduced himself. He said, "Hey, is this Morning Brew?" I said, "Yes, this is Morning Brew." And he said, "Uh, "You know, I'm partaking in your jogger competition, and I shared Morning Brew with like six friends, and all six of them said they subscribed. Yet they it hasn't registered that I earned the joggers. What's going on? You know, I proceeded to go through and explain to him how when you refer someone to Morning Brew." that it's a double opt-in. So it's not just you sending your link to them, but it's them going to your link, putting their email address in, getting a confirmation email and double confirming it. The reason I tell this story is the thought that I had after was how many people go through the same experience? Like, Is this a piece of information that actually is really important to take back to the growth team to say, is there a way we can better educate people that when you refer someone to our newsletter, it is double opt-in and you can't just put in their email addresses for them? Anyway, this led me down the path of thinking about the difference between signal and noise. You know, as a co-founder, I'm constantly intaking information from different members of our team, from our sales org telling me where they see opportunity to partner with brands in new and interesting ways, from our editorial team talking about what content ideas that they have or content temples they have. And it just made me think about what is our process for Filtering information and identifying when there are signals or patterns, things we should learn from to make decisions, and when there is noise, things that basically look like signals, sound like signals, smell like signals, but they do not give you the right information to necessarily make smart decisions. As I was thinking about this point, it also reminded me of a recent podcast that I listened to. So I think I've talked about it on the show before, but there's a podcast called Invest Like the Best. It's Patrick O'Shaughnessy's podcast where he interviews some of the smartest business people in the world, and the whole idea is putting out content for other entrepreneurs or investors. He was interviewing the founder and CEO of Discord. Discord is one of the fastest growing social networks. You can think of it like Slack meets Skype in the sense that you can have both text rooms or channels, and I think they call them servers, but you can also have video and audio versions as well. But anyway... Jason was talking about the history of Discord and you know, prior to Discord being what it is now, it originally was a social network to use with your community of friends when playing a video game. But before that, before even Discord, Jason spent time building video games and video game engines. And he gave this example where he talks about how they would capture Signal in order to create one of their video games. And so the example he uses, they're creating some game, I can't remember what it was. And what they did is when they were building out this video game product, they chunked it into component parts so that if they messed up any part, it wouldn't absolutely demolish the entire product itself. And in the beginning, when they were trying to figure out, is this a gaming concept that people will like? And is this an aesthetic that people will like? What they did is they basically took several different versions of the concept art for the game, put it on Reddit, look to see which ones had better reception, where was the feedback? And they leveraged the feedback of the concept art they created and post on Reddit in order to inform what the game was going to be, what the design and the aesthetic was going to be. And at least what Jason says is that it made a huge difference in actually informing a really good product. So you know, it got me thinking about where at Morning Brew, where are we good at capturing signal? Where are we bad at capturing signal? Where are we bad at capturing data to even identify a signal? And so this is how I thought about it. I think currently we are good at capturing signal from our audience on social. So I think something we're really good at is constantly, you know, throwing shit at the wall, seeing what sticks on Twitter, learning where there is significant engagement based on where there's significant engagement, creating more content like that and iterating on that constantly. I think partially that is just a function of creating content on a social platform. I believe social platforms have been built to be able to collect information, try stuff and not worry about the repercussions of the stuff you're trying if something doesn't land well. But I also think it's part of the culture of social media is people have been brought up on platforms being told it's okay to just try stuff and not everything you create is going to be a hit and that's okay. And I think that's kind of one of the beauties of social is the environment that's been created around it to be okay with capturing signals and not everything working. I also think we're good at capturing signals that relates to Morning Brew's growth. So for example, for our referral program, I was talking about the joggers earlier. I think we've done a really good job of basically testing every product under the sun that Morning Brew's audience could be interested in that would incentivize them to share with friends. And we've honed in on what are the products that make the most sense. So we've tested everything from joggers to MacBook Pros to Facebook portals. And at this point, we have a very good sense of what gets people to share. And the interesting thing is, it's oftentimes not what you would expect it to be. Where do I think we could get better in capturing information, identifying between signals and noise in order to make smarter decisions? For me, I think this is in the world of editorial. So everything from newsletter content to website content to ultimately you know, more audio and multimedia content, I think that we are just sitting on such a goldmine of information that we are able to capture on our readers. Yet. When I think about the way we make content decisions, we are not necessarily steeping them in all of these incredible insights based on what readers are clicking, when they subscribe, when they decide to unsubscribe, what channels they're coming from, why they may be clicking, any feedback they send to the inbox. And so let's just take today's uh, newsletter as an example. Today's newsletter, as we do on every Monday, has a crossword puzzle that either our team puts together or a Morning Brew reader puts together. We kind of crowdsource that out sometimes. That crossword puzzle had right around, when I checked like an hour ago, 12,000 clicks. So I think then what I'm left thinking about is one, that's a shit ton of clicks, but what what can we learn from that, if anything? Is there a way to capture the excitement around trivia and games in the business media bucket better? Should we be gleaning anything from that? Or is it simply because you can't interact with a crossword in a newsletter and it's static, to be able to engage with it, you need to leave? And so because you have to leave, it's naturally going to inflate the number of clicks. It's a similar thing for in our newsletter today. We do a section called Start Talking. And basically the idea is we bring up a hot button issue or topic. We present three or four long form articles or resources to do research on the topic and then to debate and discuss with your friends and family. Today's topic was minimum wage. There were four articles that people could click on and those four articles have over 20,000 clicks right now. Again, I'm left with the same question of, Is this signal? Is this noise? Is there any sort of pattern we can tie this to from past start talking section? Is it because minimum wage is clearly a topic that affects so many people, but also is really important for people to talk about? Or is it because it's the start talking section, we are prompting you to dive deeper, leave the newsletter, consume more content, and then debate with your family and friends, and that's what's driving the clicks. So you know, to bring this full circle, I think the most important thing to start with Is what is the process for capturing the information that either ends up being signal or noise? And so I think within Morning Brew, that looks like everything from the emails we receive from our readers to the feedback calls when someone calls our Google phone number to capturing the clicks in our newsletters on a daily basis in a structured way that they can be looked at over a long period of time and not on a single issue basis. Once we figure out what's the process of capturing that information, the second, and I would argue more important thing is, what do we deduce from that information? How are we able to work through this information, analyze it, and make a decision whether this is actually a pattern, this is signaling to us something about how we should be creating value and creating product for our audience moving forward versus this is just something that actually has so many moving parts and so many variables that could be confounding this that's not worth focusing on this and going down this rabbit hole. And so the reason I think about this is as I continue to grow as a professional and entrepreneur, I want to get better about not only building the system for capturing information, but also getting a better just meter for understanding whether something is signal or noise based on all the information, information that I'm taking in on a daily basis. So if you ever have thoughts on the differentiation of signal versus noise, any ideas for how to build process around it, I'm all ears. I'd love to discuss. You can shoot me an email at alex@morningbrew.com. Love talking to our listeners. Um, I always get a ton of value out of that. One request of you is to go leave a review for the Founders Journal on Apple Podcast. And as always, thank you for watching the Founders Journal. We will be back tomorrow right around the same time. And until then, have a great rest of your day. Thanks, everyone. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card.